There's nothing better than a jelly and bread sandwich. How many of you like jelly bread? Just about everybody. It's so simple. It's so quick and easy to make. Anywhere, anytime, all you need is jelly and bread. That's all it takes. We ate a lot of jelly bread when I was growing up. And at different times, uh, my seven siblings would ask, maybe one at a time, we'd take turns asking for jelly bread. And if one got it, guess what? Mom had to make it for all of us. You know, jelly bread comes in all sizes, all shapes, all kinds of bread, all kinds of jellies. Isn't it wonderful? Jelly bread. It, it has different tastes. It's got different forms. It breaks differently. Good old jelly bread. Even as we prayed together, our, the Our Father, one of the little ones would usually ask, or as we prayed, give us this day our jelly bread. Yeah, jelly bread is special. And jelly bread and the Our Father have so many similarities and so many parallels in common with each other. We ask, we knock, and the door is open. We can chime in to satisfy our hunger. All can chime in to satisfy their hunger. Sometimes we don't get the jelly bread. Mother knows best. And sometimes our prayers are not answered the way we desire. Father God knows best. Like jelly bread, prayer comes in many sizes and shapes and forms and desires and needs and griefs and wants, and the list continues on and on and on. Some of you prayed that it would not rain today because of the picnic and tomorrow. And some of you that have crops in the field prayed that it would rain. What's God to do? That's up to God. It's up to, he, and he allows Mother Nature to take care of some things. So our prayer then is something that, that we ask God for. God thirsts that we thirst for him. God thirsts that we thirst for him. He wants us to ask him. He wants us to be a major part, the major part of our life, shared with him. He thirsts for us because he loves us that much. He loved us first, and he shows us how to love. It's one of the gifts that he gave us. We'll talk about some of those gifts. But we pray to him that we come to the life-saving water, and we come in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. We come to God the Father, the Creator, we come to the Son, Jesus Christ, and we come to the Holy Spirit who enlightens us, who comes down and gives us the knowledge and wisdom and understanding and all the other gifts and fruits that come from the Holy Spirit. Our Father teaches us to pray, and he did so through Jesus Christ. And then this was written down and taught by Luke, which we heard today, that version, probably the closest version to what Jesus said. And then Matthew, if you check Matthew out, there's another version, maybe a little bit more in detail than what Luke had in theirs. And then if you look to the Our Father that we'll say today in Mass, that version has even more, and it's more the way we would speak 
today. Now, there's still some arts and hallowed's and a few words like that in there, but it's still more understandable or using the language that we use today. Our Father is, the Our Father is a perfect model of prayer. A perfect model of prayer, and the be- what is the best prayer that we have? The best prayer that we have, we are all participating in it in it right now, the Eucharist. The Eucharist is the source and the summit from which all of our blessings flow. It is the greatest of all prayer. Now, if we look at the Our Father and see the different model, or look at the model for a perfect prayer, we see that there is blessing and adoration where we give, where we ask God for blessing, where we bless one another, where we receive blessings, an adoration where we humbly kneel down, and we will during part of the Mass. We petition, we ask. There is intercession, there are needs that we want, not just for ourselves, but for others, and we ask. There's a thanksgiving as we give thanks to God, and that's what Eucharist is, is a thanksgiving. And we give him praise and glory as we give him honor. And the best way that we can give him honor is in our works in what we do, the way that we live, living for him and doing for him. You know, when we go through the Our Father, we we say these words, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Our Father, we are naming. We are naming who we are praying to, our Father. Or we may say, Lord God, Heavenly Father, Heavenly King. And we can list off a, a whole litany of words that gives honor and praise and glory to our God. It's a blessing. It's the way we adore him, and we do adore him. And we continue on with the petition, thy kingdom come. Thy kingdom come. That's what we want God's will. We want to do what God's will for us. So it's not only we are saying thy kingdom come, but we are petitioning God that that is what we want because we love him in return, because he loved us first. So as we go through life, with God in our hearts, our hearts burn for him. Then we come up to the words, Thy will be done as it is in heaven. Thy will be done. Thy will be done. What does God will? What does God will for you? What do you will from God? Thy will be done. So we are trusting in God that his will be done, even though we make a petition, and we should never cease from praying. We should be persistent, as we heard in the other readings today. Persistence is a very big word. We even heard the persistence in the gospel today. So we petition, and we do his will. And then comes the biggie. And how many of you thought of this one? Give us this day our daily bread. Now, the little ones see it as give us this day our jelly bread. But what does that mean to you? Give us this day our daily bread. What are you asking for? What is your petition? And we have all kinds of petitions. Everybody has different kinds of petitions. Just as a petition of not raining or raining. And some of those can... Some cannot be granted because, you know, which way? Is God taking sides? No. But yet, we are to be persistent, especially in things that truly matter. 
especially in our, pers- our spiritual persistence, which is very important, that relationship persistence. The persistence to love. Give me love, dear God. Help me to be a better lover. Help me to love my wife and my family more and more every day. Not only love, but to have a greater faith in God. Help me, dear God, to have a greater faith in you every day. And, and charity, to, to reach out to one another. Help me to be reaching out to love one another in a greater way. And to have hope. To have hope. Maybe someone is sick. Maybe someone is dying. Maybe whatever it might be, we pray in hope and we ask God for hope. We pray that we win the wrestling match and the other guy prays for the West wrestling match. Who's God going to answer? Probably the one that wrestles the best, that uses his best, uses his abilities to the best. Maybe the one that practiced more. Maybe the one that is stronger. Maybe the one who has a greater gift in wrestling than the other one. But we are still persistent in our prayer. So then from there, we ask God to forgive us our trespasses, the times that we have failed, the times that we have cheated, the times that we have sinned against our neighbor, the times that we have failed to love, that we have failed to hope, that we have failed to have faith, the times that we have sinned. Forgive us our trespasses. But there's another hitch to that one. If we're going to ask to be forgiven, we must also forgive, to forgive those who trespass against us, as we forgive those who trespass against us. These go hand in hand. And then lead us not into temptation and deliver us from evil. We are asking God once more, petitioning God to look after us, to protect us, give us our guardian angel, give us good models in our life. Give us an environment that we choose. We get to choose the environment, but we have a good environment to choose from. God loves each one of us so much. He wants us to love him and to have that relationship with him, that continual relationship. It's not just something we do as soon as we get out of bed and then go to church and then eat and pray. So all of these times we we pray, but what about the other times in between? Can Do you bring prayer into everything that you do? It's a good habit to get into, and it takes time to get into it, but a very good habit to work with God at your side. Actually, you are using the gifts that God has given you as you work. So you're thanking God for the ability to use those gifts in service to one another. And that's what he asks us to do, is to love one another, to serve one another, to care for one another. So we are called today to pray without ceasing, make your life a prayer throughout the day and the night, to come to the water, because Jesus thirsts. Jesus thirsts for you. He thirsts that we thirst and that we come to the water. And he will come to you, knock, and receive your daily bread.